On today's show, there's good news for Honda owners who have Takata airbags. We take a look at Buick's plug-in for China and why European emission standards are something of a joke. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Honda finally has the replacement parts to fix its vehicles equipped with Takata's defective airbags. And the company is advising owners to get the free repair done immediately. It says affected Honda and Acuras from 2001 to 2003 are at a higher risk and should only be driven directly to the dealer for repair. If owners of these vehicles don't feel comfortable driving the car, the company will pay to have it towed to the dealer. Honda will also provide a free rental if necessary the day the car is repaired. The replacement parts were not supplied by Takata. Well, that didn't take too long. Uber wrapped up the investigation into its autonomous vehicle program after one of its self-driving Volvo XC90s was involved in a crash over the weekend. Uber concluded its car was not at fault. The vehicles are back testing on the roads of San Francisco, Arizona, and Pittsburgh. People increasingly want their cars connected to all the other things they do. And that's why GM and its Chinese joint venture partner, SAIC, just laid out their connectivity strategy in China. Starting this year, owners with OnStar will get the basic service free for five years. And an all-new telematics system will be introduced in new models, providing cloud-based applications and services. Next year, the system will be updated to include over-the-air updates, And in 2019, GM's semi-autonomous supercruise technology will be available, and the year after that, Vita X will be added to its vehicles. Between 2021 and 2025, the two companies will promote the use of technologies to make fully autonomous driving a reality, including a 5G ultra-high-speed network, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence systems. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. There's been a lot of speculation and debate as to when Chinese auto brands will enter the American market. But according to Chinese expert Michael Dunn, he says they're already here in a big way. He was our special guest on the most recent AutoLine this week, and here's what he had to say. They're not coming, John. They're already here. Uh, $5 billion in investment by suppliers alone into the Midwest, sometimes acquiring U.S. companies, sometimes coming in alone. That's one channel. Separately on the West Coast, out in California, Internet companies are sinking billions of dollars into startups to build premium electric and autonomous vehicles. It's happening at breakneck speed. And the background is China accumulated vast wealth with its own auto market. Now its companies have the money, have the confidence and the capital to come here to the United States. And when do you think we'll see Chinese branded vehicles in American showrooms? All right, so we're already seeing small numbers of, for example, BYD is in California producing buses, $500,000 buses, selling them to Stanford University, Long Beach. Electric buses. Electric buses. We're seeing small numbers of Karma, formerly Fisker, being produced in, in, in California as well. So small is already here. I think what you're after is the big number, guys. Uh, that will come 
look for 2020 and they'll come in and slug it out like the Koreans and the Japanese did on the low end, but that's a long road. They've got to win the trust of U.S. customers, parts and service, brand reputation, all the rest. For more of Michael Dunn's analysis of the Chinese auto industry, you can watch that entire show on Autoline.tv or just look for it on our YouTube channel. Late last year, Buick showed off a sleek-looking concept for the Chinese market called the Valite, and now it's teasing a production version called the Valite 5. But this one has nothing to do with the concept car because it's clear that it's just a rebadged Chevy Volt. The extended-range EV comes with a 1.5-liter engine and a lithium-ion battery pack. Thanks to an easier Chinese test procedure, the driving range is rated at 10 miles greater than the Volt. Buick says it will introduce new plug-in hybrid and battery electric vehicles to China in the next two years, and we think there will be a Buick version of the Bolt EV as well. Talk about easy test procedures. Coming up next, John says European emission standards are something of a joke. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The United States has the toughest emission standards in the world. This comes as a surprise to a lot of people. They believe that the European Union has tougher standards because Europe requires lower levels of pollutants when measured on a grams per kilometer basis. Besides, Europe always talks tough when it comes to the environment. And they do look tough on paper. The problem is that the European test procedures are full of loopholes. The drive cycle is very easy and the results bear little relation to what's happening on the open road. The International Council on Clean Transportation, or ICCT, found that European cars on average emit 40% more CO2 on the open road than the regulations allow in the test lab. The British firm Emissions Analytics found that NOx emissions were four times higher than allowed and that fuel economy was 24% lower than reported. This is one of the reasons why you see Paris and London issuing pollution alerts and even banning some cars from driving in the city. European environmentalists have been fighting for changes to the test procedures for years, but nothing's changed. The standards are so lax that catalytic converters in Europe use far less platinum, palladium, and rhodium than catalytic converters in the U.S. A lot of people are worried that the Trump EPA is going to gut emission and fuel economy standards. I don't think that's going to happen. But even if they froze the regulations on the books, the U.S. would continue to have the toughest standards in the world. Anyway, that's how I see it. As always, we welcome your feedback. But with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching.